For something as simple as say what you see, everything that we just covered can sound like a lot of information, can feel like a lot. So the point of all that was not to give you a million things to remember, but to help you understand at a deeper level the purpose, the importance, and kind of the guidelines. So when I talk about say what you see, you know exactly what I mean, and you can use it as a tool to help coach yourself. So when you put it into practice, really what you need to keep in mind is observing and saying what you see yourself doing, saying, feeling, thinking, and you can start with you. You can say it in the, you feel like this, kind of imagine yourself talking to yourself. Or if that feels too weird or woo, you can say I, if that feels more organic and natural. But the rules are no judgment of yourself no questions, no teaching, and no fixing. We're going to practice what people like to call radical acceptance of what is, and that is the platform for growth. Acceptance leads to growth. So the first key to unearthing triggers and things that are controlling us from within is to know where we're at, what we're feeling, and to be okay with that. It is a step that cannot be skipped. So now we're going to practice a little self-coaching by doing a few different scenarios. So when something has happened that you don't like or that has triggered you, there are ways you can do some digging. So I'm going to give you first some examples and then I'm going to riff a say what you see for that example. And then I'm going to have a guided prompt for you at the end. And this guided prompt, you can, you can go back to multiple times for different, um, triggers, if you will. Okay. So, okay. I was finding my place with the examples. These three examples are all about responding to what you see yourself um, doing or feeling. Okay. So number one, you asked your child to do something and they refused. You asked a few more times and your child still resisted. Then you got mad and you yelled at your child. So I want to give you about 10 seconds, and you can pause this if you want. Think about, imagine yourself in this scenario, and practice doing a say what you see for yourself. And then I'll come back and give an example. If you still need more time, you can pause right here. So an example for this would be if I'm using first person talking to myself, I asked them to do something and they didn't do it and it it made me feel mad. I yelled. When I get angry, I yell. I yelled because it seems like nothing else works. I yelled because it made me feel out of control and powerless. I don't like if they don't do a normal thing that I say. I don't want to fight with them. If I yell, I feel like a mean mom. I, I, yelling, it seems like yelling makes me mean. Now I think maybe I'm mean. Okay, this is just, that was a total riff. But you see where when I took that, I got from being like, I was annoyed to now I'm mean. And probably a large part of the trigger for a mom that would go through this is, is actually that feeling of being mean, right? Now, if their kid refuses, now I have to be mean to make you do it. And I don't want to be mean. You see what I'm, you see, say what you see is gold and it gets us to really what's going on. Now, 
<clears throat> I've done this many, many, many more years. And so these are also random examples. So if you feel like it's harder to get down to the gold, that's because you haven't practiced and you're going to get there. So here's another example. Your child was having strong emotions, you know, and a lot of whining. It went on longer than you were okay with. You tried to be patient and eventually you just had to walk away in frustration because you didn't want to lose your temper. But then your child followed you where you went and the whining just got louder. Finally, you yelled at them, went into the room and closed the door. Now I'm going to pause for 10 seconds. If you feel like you need more than that, then you can pause the audio. Okay, if you need more time, you can pause. Okay, I'm imagining myself in this situation. I'm in the say what you see for myself was I I just lo- I lost it. I the noise was too much for me. My body felt like my heart started beating. Maybe I felt cold or hot. This can happen in a trauma response. It was just the noise was just going in my brain and making it want to explode. I just wanted it to stop. I thought it I had listened I felt like I was being patient. I, it, I, I just, I only had so much patience and then I lost it and my child just wouldn't stop. And I didn't want my child to follow me. I was trying to get away from them. So then it felt like I was being chased and then I just got really mad. I want them to be able to be okay. I don't want to have kids whining and screaming at me all day. Okay. On and on and on. So, and you see where you immediately can get from they were telling me and whining, and then I got done, right? So this is an example. Your boundary got passed, right? The minute you were, you're listening to whining for 10 minutes and you're done, the point at which you go past your boundary now, every minute after that is borrowed time on your uh, nervous system, is borrowed time before you lose it because everybody has a limit and everybody loses it when they're at a certain point past their limit. It is literally what happens to everybody. So, And then I ended up getting to, I feel, you know, maybe you feel harassed by your kids because there's, this happens all day. So it's not just one case. It's like, I feel constantly harassed by my kids' emotions. That might be where you get. And then you're like, okay, so that's where I'm at. I'm harassed by my kids' emotions. Okay. This is good info. You see what we're getting at? And now you're going to feel a little frustrated because you might get to a real deep truth and then be like, well, what do I do now? Just stick with it. Stick with the process because you, the more you stick with the process, the more you won't need somebody else to tell you what to do. Let me just say it like that. Although there will be help and tips and you can always ask questions and discussion and community. Okay. The third example, you've tried to get everyone out of the house. Excuse me. You tried to get everyone out of the house and the kids were stalling. You tried to rush them and it didn't work. So you were getting super frustrated and everybody else was getting frustrated. It's just a high stress time getting everybody out of the door. So let's pause for 10 seconds and, and see what, say what you see as you come up with. Okay. You can pause here if you need. Okay, so in this example, I mean, I'm just, just going to do a riff here. You know, I hate the mornings. So I'm just doing say what you see to, my, to myself. Actually, I'll do it with as though I'm speaking to myself. Some people really find that better, like, you know, like a friend is speaking to you. You hate the mornings. The mornings are so stressful. It feels like no matter what you do, it doesn't go well. 
it, everybody's just waiting on you to direct them and then you direct them and then everybody feels bossed and then, and then you feel like you have to rush and hurry and then everybody feels hurried, but then nobody's shoes are tied and it just feels like there's no way to get out of the door without starting the day off bad. And it just makes you feel bad to start the day off bad because you feel like you weren't positive. It didn't feel loving. Now you feel mean or irritable and that's not the mom you wanted to be. But when you're calm and peaceful, nothing happens. Okay. That was just a, an example. So you, we're, well, let's just keep going. So these exercises, th the next ones are about, we, we're, these are going to have a little more focus on feeling what you feel or what you felt. Now in, in say what you see, we don't have to, we're not going to have to differentiate. Okay. A situation happens and you're doing say what you see, you're self-coaching. You're just going to say what you felt, thought, thought, just, you're going to lump it all in there. But one thing that is important to know when we're doing this is getting used to saying, I like, or I don't like. I want or I don't want something. And this sounds very simple, but years ago when I started this, I thought, can I just like and not like something? Can I just not want something? And then it not happened. Like it felt so foreign to me because I was living so far outside of my limits and preferences and boundaries that it was a journey. And so if this is a powerful tool, I can an example above. I don't want um, my mornings to go badly. I don't want everybody to stall and then us be late, whatever, whatever it looks like. And it's, and the more you can go into those, the more you get in touch with what you want and it helps move you out of a place of powerlessness and helplessness. Okay. So let's do an example. Someone asked you to do something you don't want to do. Let's think not kids here. could be a husband. Maybe it's a friend, coworker, you know, somebody in the community, your church, whatever. Someone asked you to do something you don't want to do but you feel like you have to say yes. Now let's pause here uh, so that you can do a say what you see. <coughs> and you can pause if you want some more time on this one. So an example of say what you see is, I feel like I have to do this. They asked me, I can do it, but I don't want to. But I feel like if I say no, I'm mean. I feel like I would be letting everybody down. I feel like they would judge me and think that I was lazy. I feel like maybe they would reject me. I feel like I just have to do what other people want. Otherwise, they think badly of me. Okay, so this is all an example. And I don't know if that, that might land with some. Um, but this is the type this helps because the more you uncover it and go and, and dig deep, the more you, it, it'll often sometimes be like a needle in a balloon pop and the whole thing goes up. You know, you do say what you see long enough and you're like, you know, it's okay. No, I don't have to do this thing. Actually, I can even think of a way that they can get it done without me. Um, but initially where a lot of us operate is just, I feel like I have to, and we do it right. So that's what we're going to move past. So the second example, your child refuses to eat dinner and then begs for a snack later. You don't want to give it to them, but you feel guilty, not, you think maybe they'll be starving, but you also feel resentful at being put in this position. So let's pause and practice to say what you see. Okay, you can pause if you need more time. So an example of this would be, I, I can't stand, I, I feel, I feel so annoyed when I make a dinner 
and then it's not eaten. And then an hour later, they're begging for food that they don't want to eat my dinner. It makes me feel like, what's the point of cooking? I feel kind of useless. Like I, I took a lot of time. Nobody wanted it. And then later they want to eat. And now if I say no, I feel like I'm starving them. I feel like that's a mean mom. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe this is something that I would get in trouble with, with CPS. I don't, I feel like a horrible person if they're looking at me, telling me they're hungry and I don't want to give them food, but it, but I just offered them food and they refused it. So I think they're being picky, but maybe they're really starving. I feel like if I don't give it to them, then they'll wake up in the middle of the night hungry, but I don't feel okay doing this. It doesn't feel good. I don't like it. I don't like giving a nice snack an hour after I made a meal, they refuse to eat. Okay, that was just an example. And you, yours, of course, might be totally different, right? I'm just, you know, these are going to have the flavor of my personality and yours might be totally different. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what yours are because yours are yours. Does that make sense? You don't, they don't need to be going in any direction because the whole point is there no judging. And remember, part of say what you see can just be like, I did not like this. I do not like this. And you don't even need to know why. Okay, so here's another example. Your child comes out of their room for what feels like the 50th time when they're supposed to be, you know, in bed. You lose your temper. Let's take uh, 10 seconds for, the, for you to do a say what you see. And you can pause here if needed. Okay, so this this might be, I I just feel so depleted at the end of the day. I feel like I have no energy. I tell them to go to bed. I know they're tired. They come out of their room. It drives me crazy. I want bedtimes to be nice and peaceful. I want to kiss them. They roll over. They go to sleep. I have some time alone. But it feels like I have no time alone all day. And then I put them to bed. And then I have no time alone at bed because they won't stay in their room. And then I want to scream at them. And then I feel guilty for screaming at them. So then I think I'm a bad mom. And then I just go in and out. And the cycle goes on and on. Okay. That's just another example. And if you hit the key with Say What You See, and I mentioned in the, in the audio for the actual, the month, the Say What You See material, which is above in this uh, section where you're listening to this, but um, is... The, the the key here when we're when we're doing this is that we're not judging why what we're saying or we're not even having to know it can just be kind of I, I feel horrible and we try it on so we do a say what you see and then if we're like that's not quite it we take another angle that's not really that then we take another angle until we hit it and then we go bingo and once we've hit the bingo then we can keep rolling with it and see how deep we can get so number four example, the kids have had enough screen time and then you tell them it's time to get off. They back talk, resist, or throw a fit about it. Let's take 10 seconds to practice and say what you see. And you can pause here if need be. So say what you see here be, I just feel like screen time, I love it and I hate it. I give it, I, I, I want them to have some screen time. I want to have a break. But then when it's over, it's like I pay for the screen time. I don't want them to scream. I want them to be able to play a game, stop it, and get off happily. It makes me feel angry. And I feel frustrated because I feel like it's entitled behavior. I think you just got something nice. Why are you crying? And that makes me feel mad at them. And then I feel like I don't have any sympathy. Or then I feel guilty. And I think, well, maybe my decision is wrong. 
I just, I don't like the way our screen time feels. I don't want it to be like that. I wish we could have some in a healthy way and then be okay when it's time to turn it off. So that's an example. And then if you need to, if some of that lands, you know, because sometimes I do say what you see on myself and I'm like, no, that ain't it. You're mad. You know, I'm mad. Well, I'm a bad mad. Really what I is, I'm tired. Okay, I'm tired. Okay, I'm gonna go to bed. You see what I mean? So the more we used to it, we get, we don't have to feel pressure for it to be perfect. We can take it, try it on. Yeah, no. And then keep going. So this is the last one before we get to the prompt. Okay. So you feel tired and worn out and weary and you dread each day. You know, you're waking up with anxiety. You want to be a good mom and try to be patient with the kids, but you feel like you have no energy. Let's take time for to say what you see here. A practice. And you can pause if you, if this is really resonant, you can pause. So this, this, the tip, this one I want to do is I want to use a wish. This is something we talk about a lot whenever in language of listening with our kids, when they, they want something that, that they're not going to get. And we use wishes to help them feel powerful and centered. So I'm going to use a case. I'm going to use, I'm going to do say what you see with the wishes here. I wish that I had more energy. I wish I didn't wake up tired. I wish I wasn't anxious. I wish I just felt normal so that I could just be normal and have normal reactions and, you know, maybe feel a little annoyed, but be okay. Or even be able to have joy. Like I wish I wasn't so drained. I don't even know why I'm this drained. I wish I knew why that I didn't feel better. I just wish that I, I was having a different experience of my life right now. So that's an example of the of using wishes. And so in the way you keep doing this, if it feels surface but not enough, you just need to keep going. And of course, if you have any issues, come in the discussion and community because that's where we're going to help dig further. Okay. So now I'm going to provide you with some prompts. And th these aren't rocket science, but they're designed to help you keep going down the line. Okay. I'll give a brief pause after, maybe about five seconds, but you can pause the audio as well if you want to take each section as they come, okay? So think of a situation that causes you to feel triggered, upset, fearful, anxious, etc. This situation really makes me feel. I think I feel this way because. When thinking about this trigger or situation, I don't like. What I want to happen is. What I don't. 
don't want to happen is I wish my reactions and behavior here make perfect sense when I realize And last, if you struggle to come up with an answer to why you make perfect sense, ask yourself this. Why would a good mother, and then insert something maybe that you don't like. So for example, if you lose your temper, why would a good mother or a great mother lose her temper? This will help you get on your own side. 